Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another episode of Mugger. Uh, we were off last week, obviously, with it being international break, but we recorded a little Patreon pod for those of you who care for that sort of thing. Um, I'm joined this week by, uh, they don't look merry, they should be, because we just won, but I just guess it's just uh, the current malaise of being a Manchester United fan. Uh, I'll start with Michael. It's been a while since we've been on a pod together, Michael. How you been? I'm blessed, man. Erica, every time I sign up to the pod, you seem to drop out in it. So this is the one time oh, no, no, in the last not, two years. You're the only one gregarious enough to, to be a reliable host. So when, <laughs> when someone, that means that I should just chill and let you do your thing, you know. But today I thought, you know what? I haven't seen Michael for a while. We won as well. Um, so so why not? Uh we're also joined, we're also joined by uh Elijah. How goes it? I'm good, I'm good. I'm tired, but I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> What are you saying? Hitting the roads after this, yeah? Huh? Hitting the roads after you heard me the first time. No, no, I didn't, man. I didn't. I did it, mate. I'm living vicariously through you, my guy. Uh, we're also doing by Reams, wherever in the world he is at the minute. How you doing, man? Kobe Maine will change my life. He would, so I don't think you're... you're I ain't lied yet. I ain't lied yet. <laughs> Cool. So before we start, I've got to do the usual and plug the socials. Uh, if you're listening, you're not following us on the Twitter, TLF underscore Mugga. you got Reams and Bummy and occasionally Seb. Without a doubt, the most scandalously run account on the Touchline Fracker Network is a mixture of Suvalere, Bristol, Kingston, and whatever randomly plucked into Seb's head that he can't tweet off his own account. Um, so if you're not following on the Twitter, give us a follow on the Twitter. Like I mentioned at the top, we've got the Patreon content coming around a lot more consistently now. So give us a subscription on Patreon if you're into that kind of additional content stuff. Um, and wherever you are, try and give us a, uh, a like, leave a comment. Uh, we read them all or we at least try to. Okay, gentlemen. Obviously, in the Patreon pod, we, we spoke about a week of three really difficult away games, Everton at Goodison Park. Um, but we smashed the first one out of the park, at least scoreline-wise. Uh, 3-0 win away to Everton. Elijah, I'm going to start with you because you obviously have that amazing gift to send out a full report of a game five minutes after it's finished. So I think it would be remiss of me not to come to you first uh, to get to get your thoughts on the performance yesterday. Um, yeah, I mean... It was a... <laughs> um, first half was, you know, the first, the first half was the United I've seen since, what, February now. Um, just not been good. Um, obviously Kobe was 
played was obviously good in that first half, but I mean his midfield compatriots were fucking awful. Um Maguire and Lindelof were getting tossed around, pause. Um Shaw looked okay. Dallo looked mm. Marshall was out of the game in the first half. Um Nacho, apart from the goal, first half wasn't good as well. And then Rashford was diabolical. Mm. Um it just wasn't it wasn't a good good performance. I'd I missed the first 15, 20, 20 minutes anyway, but just from the last... Those, is that one of those naps you have after you see the lineup? Nah, nah, nah. That was even that. I was just coming back from... Ah, I was coming back from... <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so, um, yeah. And then, yeah, I just got in and I was just watching that. I think the first thing I watched was... That passage of play between Onana and McTominay, where, where McTominay went into the six, and then Onana kept passing it towards him, and then McTominay kept passing it back, and then it eventually led to Onana kicking it you out. You have it, you know you. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny ever because you're like McTominay, you don't ever do this, but like so. Yeah. Like, it's like it's like Kobe was pointing him in the direction. I was like, yo, yeah, you could go there and get on the ball, you know, if you want. And he's like, ah, shit, but the young yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the young buck show me up. <laughs> I don't actually want to be there, you know? It's crazy. <laughs> probably, like, away. probably like 50% of his passes from, from the game came in that sequence. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that that's the first sequence I've scored them. I saw them. My stream just cut out and maybe it was for good reason. That I just can't, and then I just came back to see, seeing us being, being peppered barely saw saw them in their half. Um they had a couple of chances. And yeah, we, we just concede too many chances, which is yeah, I mean people have been praising our defense recently, mostly because they're sh- shamelessly trying to praise Maguire. But mm-hmm. I don't I don't really see um um that we've improved defensively. Um, we still let we still let too many shots on our goal. And we're and we're not even like last season. Even if we did concede shots, there were we were getting in a lot of blocks from Martinez and Varane. So it wasn't even the keeper being troubled. But yeah, I mean, it's just that first half was just not good. But it's what I expected. Um, it was more the basically what I I, I expected outside of that fucking goal. Um, goal. Oh, just ridiculous. Like it's actually it goes like, in his career, man. I mean, what player has? Yeah. <laughs> like, you, 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 you have to think about it like that. Like, I, I think people are underrated the fact that he has to move towards the ball, get up at that. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. The technique, I mean, it's up. Uh, yeah, it's just an unbelievable goal to, to be honest. But I mean, that the thing is with God actually, the one thing about him as. As as an attacker that we all, we've all spoken about is that his ball striking is not good enough. So mm. to pull to pull that out of the bag, but it just shows the confidence he has in himself. Which am, is am, all I, like, am I going mad because like I don't know, bro. That goal just didn't gas me up like I gassed everyone else up. Like it was it was, it was like a it's a sick goal, but like but, after, after initially everyone's like, bro, I've watched this goal a million times. This is one of the best goals I've ever seen. I was like, I was like, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's because like. With how it went in, like Pickford just looked so joke with his T Rex arms, like trying to get, yeah. him, trying to get, trying to save it. Do you know what? I, I feel like Onana and Pickford somehow make 
good gold look bad somehow. It's so strange. It's so strange. But they somehow make good gold look bad. Like they get close enough, and because they look close enough, but but their arms are just there. Their, their, their wingspan is so small. It looks like they should get there. The wingspan of five two, man. It's just, Bro, it's, it's just yeah. But but like honestly, it was a really good goal. Maybe because it didn't go top top corner. It, because if it did, then that's just like 10, 10 out of ten. Mm. But yeah, it was it was a really good goal. I didn't expect that. Um, but yeah, I mean, apart apart from that, he wasn't that good. But I mean, he's that was dead. That's our only shot on target in the first half. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I see, I think that's why they said it was the. Lowest XG we've had in a half in 18 months. Because yeah. that was that what we from. Pupil, and I, I don't bro. think we did anything, did we? I can't remember any... Like, it was literally like the ball would kind of get to the midfield area and they'd come right back. Kind mm. of get to the midfield area. So, obviously, like you said, Elijah, Marshall was non-existent. So they couldn't even, like, fizz it up to Marshall. Like, oh, hold on to this for us. Or, like, play it down the channels and can you... Because, obviously, we know if he runs, he's going to pull his hamstring. <laughs> they couldn't even do that. So it was literally just getting to Mano. Mano would do some like little, little, either quick one, two, one, two, one touch, or he'd play out of pressure and progress the ball a little bit. But then once it gets to that McTominay, Bruno Fernandez sort of area, Rashford sort of area of the pitch, nothing. And then it just, at a time, like I think from around 20, 25 minutes, it felt like it was just wave after wave, yeah. Everton just coming at us again and again. Um, DeCore obviously had a great chance. Uh, Calvert-Lewin was a bit of a nuisance as well. Um, I was surprised we went in at uh, 1-0, to be honest with you. Um, quite quite, quite lucky, I think, in that regard. Yeah, I mean, it just, just the United that we've seen. But, I mean, hopefully... I mean, Shaw's back, Mamie's back. So, the fact that we, we, we actually said that we were able to get it into the second phase of first phase, I mean, that's an improvement from what we've watched all season, where... Hey, <laughs> Who the fool there? Hopefully we get Bar Martinez back in there. That should sort out everything there. Because then I think that's what four out of the back six where they can actually play through the lines. And then right. hopefully, hopefully Varane does come back, but he might just have he might like, he just needs to steal his corners back to to be fair. So it's whatever. You see see his corners back. Lindelof was atrocious. I mean, the thing is, the, the problem is that with the way Ten Hag thinks, it's not even about Lidlof, it's about Maguire. So it's just like... He wants the right-footed centre-back on the right-hand side, right? It's not even that. Yeah. It's just it's just the fact that he doesn't like Maguire on the left, which I understand, and he doesn't like Varane on the left. Because even for the goal, that ping that Lindelof done to... Was it to Rashford? Yeah, to the... It was like a good, like that's the one thing that Lindelof's actually good at. He 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 he, he, he played play. another one in the first half as well, which he was like a grass cutter. And yeah, like, and he like, it. and I was like, bro, how's this guy's passing so pathetic when he can strike the ball like this, bro? But I actually it's, don't get it. It's so, like it's so weird because he doesn't play through the lines. Like he's not good at passing through the lines, and it's he so weird. Embarrassing, bro. It's so weird because technically he's actually good enough to do it, but he just doesn't do it. But yeah, I mean. Like, hopefully Varane does come back in because, like, as much as we talk about first phase build, bro, we just need to defend better, bro. And as much as it's annoying um, that he does get injured, um, he's he is our best defender, to be honest. So hopefully he does come back. And then that right-back slot, they can switch between them. I really don't give a shit who plays there. But, yeah, man, 
Um, hopefully, now, hopefully, the, the defence being sorted out, hopefully we'll sort out the rest of the team. But, yeah, that first half was, yeah, it was just more more of the same bullshit we've watched all season. Nasty business. Michael, let's go on to uh, the, the, the second half. So, we, we come in, um, it's pretty scary, to be honest with you, and I'm hoping Ten Hag can do something, but, um, like, I know people point out other teams and, oh, yeah, but look, their players are out and their stuff is like, what do you... And I guess the only option is to obviously take guys out. But it's like, what can you do with a Scott McTominay? Forget Bruno, because he's not coming out of the team, right? What can you yeah. do with Scott McTominay? But we, we come in um, and we come out and we, we kind of have a, a good second half. We score two goals. Like, how did the second half go for you from your perspective? I think Ever Everton being in the position they are with their, obviously, the that points in the relegation zone, they I think they probably lost a bit of confidence that they didn't get a goal in the first half. So... When it came to the second half, United just sort of started to pick them apart. And obviously, for all we can say about Bruno, and sometimes he's not, you know, he doesn't, he can ghost in games from here and there. He does have a very good final ball. And we saw it where there was a little bit of play and he tried to feed um, Martial through. And then obviously, Young trips Martial for the penalty and whatnot. And that's something that we can't ever fault Bruno for. Like, when it comes to it, him being clutch, he can sort of deliver. And obviously, you spoke about Matt Tomine, sort of Mac Hideaway, the guy's hiding and stuff. But I don't know if Ten Hag knows... I think because Scott's been scoring all these goals, he's at, he's got to be in the team. But you can't have the luxury of having both Bruno and Matt Tomine. So that's where he needs to find a solution. I would have preferred if there was Mano and Amrabat in there. At least Amrabat doesn't hide so much as... Uh, compared to McTominay. But anyways... It anyway. was shit as well. That doesn't help him. He wasn't particularly good when he came on, to be honest. Off, he was off the pace. He was off the pace. Um, yeah. Which is it, not, it's not helping his case. Because, you know, what? when all these players sign, they play the best game. This guy was like, yeah, I'm going to run for the team. It's been my dream to play at such a club. Yada, yada, yada. Then they have a few shoddy performances. I was like, where's that passion? And that desire that you're talking about when MUTV interviewed you. This Where's is, all that what gone? You have to understand, brother. This is a cursed institution. So oh, you come man. in with the best. You come in with the best of intentions. He, his intention was to run as hard as he can for the team. He was telling us all of this. Can I replace Onana if you guys really want that? If that's what you're trying to get me to do, I'm happy to do it. But then you come in and it's, it goes. It goes to shit. Like we've, we've mentioned on this pod so many times. Who is the last player, or who can you think of in the last 10 years who's come into this club and either left and their reputation is higher than when they came in, or their reputation has increased positively while they've been here? And I really struggle to think of. I really, yeah. obviously, like, rule out the young players who are obviously coming out of the academy, but in terms of like players, where, yeah, mm. it's really, 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 really slim picking. So, obviously, he's still. He's had like a couple of internationals since he's been here, so he hasn't been like a consistent period. So we're gonna yeah. have to, we're gonna have to give him some time. Um, so we'll see with him. But when we got him, we were kind of like hoping and praying like we need Amrabat to come in, someone to play with Casemiro, a DM with a slightly different profile, a bit more of a solid all rounder. And after a good start against Crystal Palace, and I think a couple of good games here and there, he hasn't or solid, should I say, he hasn't really, yeah done so well. I want to talk about Anthony, the enigma that is Anthony Martial. Um, I was adamant that I didn't want him to start. Didn't really see him doing anything away at Goodison Park. Elijah, you can go back on mute. Thank you. Um, I'm not going back on mute! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come to you, Reams. Um, 
Let's talk about the enigma that is Anthony Martial and um, what you made of his kind of a game of two halves, no pun intended, on, on Sunday and the state of the player at, at present. Um, He's not really much of a football player anymore, to be fair, but um, the things he's still good at are the things that like are kind of like hard to lose. So he's still got, he, he still got his good um, like ball control. He's still a good finisher. Um, he has this, he has this like kind of knack to like win penalties as well. Like during like um that season where Rashford um scored um was it the COVID season where Rashford scored like six seven penalties in the league? Marshall won quite a lot of them. Like Marshall and Rashford won quite a lot of them. Um, he can't really move anymore, so he, he's not really use any use in transition. Um, in the first half, like obviously he couldn't really get it. I, I would have put that on him. Like we couldn't get the ball to him in the final third because we kept turning it over. In the second half, I thought he did good. Um, looked after the ball well, good technically, won the penalty. Um, great finish for the third goal as well to wrap up the game. I feel like at this stage of Marshall's career, like a performance like that is like to me, <laughs> to me, that's a top Marshall performance at this stage of his career. Like, I can't ask for anything better than that. And I think like if if he's to be like, I, I guess at this point he's our backup striker. So if your backup striker could come in and, like, contribute two goals and you win 3-0, then you, you can't be, you can't complain about that. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I, I, he took the, he took the, the the goal so well. I actually found myself, like, clapping the finish. I was like, hey, clap for this guy. You're supposed to be a, you're supposed to be a top pro. But, the fi- like he said, the technique, he'll always have that regardless of if he can move. But he's always been a cool finisher. I think there was a period, I don't know if it was last season, correct me um, if I'm wrong, Elijah, where he, he was missing good chances, but it he's was, always quickly been a good finisher. It was from the Europa League quarterfinal in 2020 where he missed the bag of chances, then he missed the bag of chances versus Sevilla in the semis. And then since then, for a while, he was just really bad at f- finishing. But, mm. yeah... Um. I, by the way, I, I don't even think he was good. <laughs> oh, no, he, definitely, he definitely wasn't, but he got us a penalty and he scored a goal. Yeah. Like, like Reem said, that's... A I mean, yeah. I mean, for, 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 for the fact that he has bricks for ha- ha- hamstrings, I mean, like... I mean, the, the, the thing that really pisses me off about him now is that he has just turned into a wall where... If you give him the ball, he he's played it straight back for a one-two. But the thing is, he won't run. So he's just played it straight back to you for no reason. Like, it's so annoying. But I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's nine a.m. in it, but <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> your heart's not. Your heart's not even in it. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, but yeah. it but it doesn't need to be. This is a lifelong con- contract, my guy. Three sixty though. Them old school should that. Them old school oh, should that. in the club with the guy. He's basically got yeah, bro. That's, that's Marshall with you. Hey, hey, that's a crazy. That's a crazy <laughs> image to put out there. That's a crazy image to put out there. Anyway, despite what has felt like a re- what has been a really poor start to the season, we find ourselves six points off the top and actually one point better off than we were this time last season. Um, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, Wins and losses, baby. There's no way that's true. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we worth more than money. <laughs> yeah, this is the funniest season I ever. This is it. the funniest season of Premier League football ever. Oh my god, nothing, <laughs> baby. Yeah, because I think what we lost, we lost what I believe four and then one seven and then drew two, something like that. Yeah, last, I think that was it last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so here, here we are within touching distance of uh Arsenal at the top of the table. I just wanted to. It's, this club is crazy. The experience is crazy. Um, where are your heads at? Game week. God. Do you know what's so crazy? They showed a, a gra- graphic yesterday. Uh, we faced nine nine teams in the b- b- bottom half, and we faced four teams in the top half. We, we've lost all all four of the top half, and we've won eight out of nine against the bottom half. And the one was against Palace, where, to be fair, Palace didn't even do much. That probably that game should have probably ended it in a draw um but yeah Actually, if we beaten palace that uh, we, the, yeah. the, that that's the thing yeah. like to, to me all this shows to me is that draws are the devil because draws really can set you back like it's that crazy like you don't gain much from turning a loss into a draw, draw so right. like <laughs> it's just like yeah um 33 yeah. of the points that you get when you when you win, and I think I always used to like emphasize that point when you play a fellow big team, like you can't lose because they're the teams that you're directly yeah. with. But then when you lose as well, it's like they've extended that, and it feels like six. No, but, but it's mad because if you if, if you lose if you lose two games and win one and draw three games in a row, you get the same amount of points. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, 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 it's just a momentum thing, isn't it? That that will fall differently after three draws compared to two losses and a win. But yeah. yeah, same net 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 points. I mean, in it. Well, You're interested I mean, in draws this season, lads. The, the, the teams know. above us that we're that that we've made that, that we've gained on, the reason why we've gained on them is because of draws. Yeah, they've 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 been drawing, so it's 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 fascinating. Obviously, like you said, Elijah Luke Shaw's back in the team. Um, I want us to talk a bit about Kobe Mayno. Obviously, it's his debut, and we know this is football, so there will be bad days as well as um, good days. I don't want to call it a debut because he's appeared, but like a first full start in the Premier League. Um, for those, because you've watched a lot of him, Reem, for those who only saw him for the first time yesterday, what sort of player is he? It looks like Ten Hag really likes him as the deepest midfielder, but what play- sort of player is he, and what can we potentially expect his impact to be this this season? You asking me? Yeah, you, you. Oh, okay. Um, well, he, it seems that at present Ten Hag really likes him as a six. Um, he can play there because um, obviously his his ability in the first two phases is top, like and defensively, like he's really good as well. But he really, he's really an eight. He's really an eight. Like I'd say, like he could he could play as a single pivot, but that's not his best position. He could play in a in a double pivot as a two, but I I, I probably think his best position would be maybe in a midfield three as a left centre mid. Like that's probably where you'd see like the best of him, um, where he could influence the game in all three phases. Um, this season, boy, as we seen yesterday, this season he's probably the best midfielder we have on our books. <laughs> like compared to the compared to the guys he's playing with, experienced guys in their primes with hundreds of appearances. It's actually crazy. He was the one that was showing the most composure. He was the one that was taking the most responsibility. Um, I think. Do you know what? Yeah. Do you know what would have been so fucking ideal, bro? If like. 
if the version of Casemiro we had this time last year was like able to play with Kobe now, like them two in midfield, like Casemiro that was winning every duel, like progressing the ball next to Kobe, who's like good in the first phase and like could 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 alleviate some of the issues that Casemiro has in like in, in like in like that in in the first phase. Like that would have been perfect right now. Obviously, um, the reason why Tomine is playing is because we kind of need um someone in the in the midfield that's a strong jeweler and someone that can like win win aerial duels and stuff like that, which were the things that Casemiro was providing last year and which he wasn't providing this season. So, um, looking forward, I think looking at what Kobe's going to provide, like he's really going to be like the brain of the midfield in terms of us being able to us being able to move the ball through the thirds. Crazy. Like, even, like there's a couple of times like yesterday where like he's got the ball and it will be like Calvert-Lewin and the Corey around him and he just get it and just give a nice quick drop of the shoulder and just like split that, that double team and move the ball forward effortlessly, which is like, it's, it's not much, but it's honest work. And it's work that like we haven't been like. There's so many times I watch Manchester United play. I remember I was watching the um the Copenhagen game, bro. And I think who got subbed on? I think some was it was it Amrabat that got subbed on? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and I think the midfield was like Amrabat, Mount, and was it McTominay? I I can't remember. I think some someone got hurt. Or, I, I don't know. I I think it was Amrabat because it was Hoyland up top and then Garnacho. Um, Bruno and Some, the Rashford gets sent off and then we had to take Ericsson yeah. off yes that's, that's what was. happened the Rashford got sent off so I, did, so I was watching that midfield yeah and I was like at that point we was actually like dominating the ball wasn't it? and I was just thinking to myself bro can one of these midfielders turn on the ball like can something like bro can like it's crazy ball, because it sounds so basic right it's but basic to explain but like to execute it's obviously you were seeing that we've gone years having midfielders who are unable to do this and just well, having... Bro, it's not, it's, it, it, it is actually quite simple. It's, it's not that simple, but it's like, you look around every every midfield in this league, like every every midfield in this league has midfielders that kind of simply turn on the ball. Aston Villa, they have to been Douglas Louise right. who does that effortlessly. Brighton, they have Billy Gilmore, Daoud or Pascal Gross or who else? Flipping... Like, you look around every midfield, even flipping Bournemouth have it with Alex Scott when he was playing, like... Mm. I'm watching this midfield. I'm like, bro, this is Manchester United. We don't have one midfielder that could turn on the ball, bro. Like, it's ridiculous. So even the little things like that that Kobe Manu provides, his ability, like you've seen him clearing balls off his line. You've seen him defending 1v1 against Jack Harrison. You've seen him getting blocks against McNeil. Like, all these little things that that you, that Im- improves the team little by little. Like, the aim yeah. now should be... Okay, so... The aim now should be to get more players like that that just increase the technical floor of the team and everything else will start to become easier. But yeah, like I think I think we're gonna have to put up a McTominay until at least Christmas because Ericsson's out, Casemiro's out, Mount is out, Amrabat. <laughs> the manager have an Amrabat. <laughs> so Yeah, yeah. I feel like even Mount can can do that. He can play on the turn, and he can he can speed up play. Obviously, the thing that he can't necessarily do is like retain possession or slow the game down. Um, yeah, so I I fully hear you. Um, I think we'll manage these lot for the rest of the season. It's Bruno plus two others because obviously he doesn't get injured, right? Um, so here we are, and then obviously Marcus Rashford. Um, 
atrocious on the rack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Marcus Rashford, um, ridiculously poor on the right. Um, he looked a lot better on the left-hand side. Actually, in the first half, when I saw that, it felt like Garnacho had Ashley Young on toast a bit. I felt I wanted um, Ten Hag to switch them around for a bit and just let Rashford try and run at him and get him a get him a second yellow card. But he, he got the penalty in the end, so all all's well that ends well. Um, obviously, Rashford's back with his girl now, so hopefully, <laughs> haircuts <laughs> mad though. Do you know what? This is absolutely crazy that we keep looking for signs to coax this man into form. Brother, who cares about his personal life? Who cares about a man's personal life when he's doing this shit on, on the pitch? Nah, man. No, but they're saying that when he's not with his girl... He, what kind of correlation is that? It affects his confidence. It affects his confidence. I saw like a season breakdown thing. And there's a correlate, there's a there's a more than casual correlation, brother. <laughs> then, then we then we need to sit down, Rashford, because this the, the thing is this is not just with his girl, with Marshall as well. He he only seems to score when Marshall is fit on the pitch. What kind of codependency does does this man have? <laughs> it's, it's disgusting at this point. But nah, he was shocking. Nah, he was like that. That performance was so concerning because. The, the, there was one time where Maguire made an amazing overlap, yeah? Yes! Rashford oh, said on, I'm no. Not I'm not going to pass it to Maguire not, there. And then well, he you went cannot to... play a through ball to Harry Maguire in the final third. You can't. But he would rather dribble into four Everton yes. man. As a, as, as I said, you know what? I do the same thing. <laughs> I am not playing a through ball to Harry Maguire. Do you know how ridiculous that would have been to play a through ball to Harry Maguire in the final third? Mm-hmm. Like, Harry, run on to that. <laughs> that particular decision, I hear him. The rest of it, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not behind it at all, man. So um, I just I think we just have to wait it out. It's Rashford, man. We've seen him be absolutely abject. Um just have to wait it out and hopefully he gets he gets back to some like decent, decent form, man. Um I think we're probably gonna go with pretty much the same team against uh, Galatasaray. So let's go on and talk about the midweek Champions League game. So Wednesday, game week five. Um, basically, this is it. Do or die. If we don't win, uh, it's, it's, it's it might not even be Europa, to be honest. But if we don't win, we're out of the Champions League. Um, Michael, how yes. optimistic are you? Uh, we, we've been shocking in the Champions League, man. Absolutely dog, dog manure. Like, it, I, do you want it's like that's what I know you mentioned the Premier League table and you know we're not we're not far off so six points off the top but you can tell how well we're doing by just looking at our Champions League group and seeing how how pathetic uh, we've been against teams of sort of quality opposition like we may be able to get wins against teams in the lower half of the Premier League but when we face decent European opposition or decent Premier League teams we're, we're still we're still the same side um I'm not optimistic the way that, especially when Galatasaray came to Old Trafford and we've got, uh, we obviously get players sent off and, you know, we've got, what's his face? Oh, he used to be at Inter. He scored that chip against Onana. What's his name? I can't remember. Um, Icardi. Icardi, there we go. There we go. So, yeah, I, I'm scared. We've got uh, Wolf Sahar going to want to get another one on top of us. Um, I, I'm hopeful that, you know, with Kobe there, Maybe maybe he'll trust Amrabat, we'll see, and we can be defensively solid and we can start building up play. Hopefully we can get something, but 
I'm not holding my breath, man. I think our Champions League record this year has been awful. And I'd rather us, if we're not going to get go to the round of 16, I'd rather us just get out completely, man, and uh, stop this uh, association or this affinity we've got with Europa. Mm, fair enough. Elijah Reams, either of you <clears throat> have any optimism for the, the game on Wednesday against Galatasaray? Um, we have no Rashford, so that's going to be something. Yeah, uh, it's a. I mean, the thing is, who the hell is starting on our right wing? Exactly. That, that, that that's, that's what I'm thinking. Oh, fuck it you know. Man Palestri, said, Palestri. "Go, go Nacho Marshall, please." <laughs> <laughs> hey yo, hey, yo! I have a few. so was Hulam wasn't on the bench, right? But he wasn't. No, he wasn't. But he wasn't far off potentially playing, right? Or yeah, Hulam will, but... will probably be in the will probably be in the team. I reckon we should just run off. I reckon we should just go straight four four two. Yeah, man. Well, I'm Marshall up front. Yeah, I'm not on the left. Bruno on the right. Mayno and and McTominay centre mid. Yeah. I mean, wow. I mean, wow. it's honest work. <laughs> That's what that, that lineup is. It's honest work. It's not much, but it's honest work. <laughs> what two man midfielder McTominay? That is very scary. Yo, he I likes mean, to hide. That's, no, and they'll probably be playing a three. Oh, so one Mayno versus three guys by himself. Horrible. Horrible. You got to fist three man up. No. The three guys uh, include Lucas Torreira and Khan Ihan. I'm sure he'll be just fucking fine, bro. I mean, Lucas Torreira is like the height of my knee as well. So, No fun and you still believe in that kid. Of course, man. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like we've actually been a bit unlucky in the Champions League this season. Yeah, she has. We actually have actually been unlucky, and the points probably don't do us justice. But I'm I'm with um, Dr. Mike. If it's a choice of going to Europa and being out completely, we may as well just just one game a week, it man. Nah, Why? I need my Europa for Ahmad. I, I need. It. <laughs> I, I feel like that's the only Quacko, way. Quacko. Have that's you still got more boys to get some minutes? <laughs> that's the only Are way you to still get minutes. Got faith that he's gonna. Yeah. That's the only way to get him in. Listen, I've seen Hannibal Medrebi start games. I've seen Facundo Palestri start games. I've seen Bro. fucking Kobe Mainu start games. So why why should why should Ahmad not get a chance? We've That's seen how things have gone this season. It's not like anyone's holding down the right wing right now. I hope to be wrong. I just don't particularly have much faith in Ten Hag, to be honest with you. Of course. But somehow, if we keep injuring Anthony, whoever is in Manchester do, doing that, thank you so much. <laughs> Just keep doing it, bro. Just keep doing it. Uh, <laughs> Eventually, Amad will be fitted. Ah, gosh, gotta play somebody. Yeah, he's gotta be better than Palestri, bare minimum. Sure, I mean, per, I mean, Palestri, he deserved the chance, and yeah, man, he's a uh... wait. Hold on, no, how can you? He didn't deserve a chance. He watched it for three games and said, you know what? He, I'm all right. Not even five, not ten. You watched it for three games and said, nah, nah. The thing is, it, it, it wasn't even that. It's just like, yeah, man, you're not doing enough to stay in. I'm, I'm saying, my guy. I'm, the thing is, yeah. You're a good kid. You're, you're not a good kid, kid but, but you're really not doing anything. Yeah, man. That's it's, it's sad, like, yeah, yeah. He he came on 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 Sunday. He 
ran a bit, done, done a bit of a jinky stuff. Like he tried, he tried to do a bit of jink, and then he shot with his left foot, and it was like, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, literally. I don't blame him for taking that shot. We're three 0 up. He hasn't scored for us in the Premier. He hasn't scored for us full stop, has he? Yeah, 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 yeah. He hasn't, he hasn't scored, scored for us full, full stop. stop. Might as well have a crack at it, man. So yeah, it, it, just mid, you know, just a good lad. That's the main. Yeah, thing. man. Like the main thing I say about him is not linked to his football ability. It's more linked to his persona. Um, so I mean, this is Manchester United, man. So I hope you said Amad is back on grass, right, Reams? Yeah, he is. Yeah, we haven't we haven't had any we haven't had any updates, but I don't know what's going on. So wait, he got back on grass before the international break, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, if he did have a knee surgery, um, I think he should be fine for like Christmas. But yeah, wow. Okay, fair, fair, fair. F's boy. All right, cool. And then finally, before we go to listeners' questions, uh, big game on Saturday. Um, one of those all eyes on me specials Saturday, St. James's Park against Newcastle. Fist them up, up, FC. Pause. Um, how are we, how, <laughs> how we feeling about that one, lads? Because yo, hey, it's scary, bro. Ready this season, they beat us 3 0 at ours, bro. They are gonna let them Geordies drink from 12 to 8. <laughs> it's gonna be a scary atmosphere, <laughs> it's gonna be a scary atmosphere, bro. That city is going to be rocking because 8pm, watch your team play down the pints with the lads and then we're out. Triple bro, They're going to be out to the Smith, Bijou. They don't care. Triple bods of Fiverr. No cost to live it up there, dog. They just want you to have a good time, brother. That's all they want. <laughs> I mean, I may go join them. What? We always welcome. Yeah, uh, but seriously, jokes aside, um, any optimism ahead of what one of the harder grounds to go to in the league? Nah, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna be nasty. The way they turned over Chelsea as well, and Chelsea was coming into a bit of form. Yeah, I, I, I just think if they start fast, pause, then it, it could be a. It could it could be a long a, a long evening. That that's that's for sure, man. Like I could just see us getting overroared and overrun, out fought, out out, out battled. Eddie, Eddie Howe got them playing well, and they they and they got good players, man. They got good players that that will punish us. Um, obviously, Isaac, Anthony Gordon's getting in some goals now. Joe Linton, striker to midfielder. Oh, he slammed that shot. Okay, no, no, because that Why shot did he is do that. That shot is, so, is so funny because. Why did Sanchez <laughs> dive the other way? <laughs> Why did Sanchez? He, he didn't want the smoke. He didn't want the pressure. <laughs> what a ridiculous what? goal! I'm going bottom left, yeah. I'm not even trying to see that. <laughs> he didn't want to risk the crumble. No, oh. that is. When did he have? What season did he have that kind of blastic against us? It wasn't last. Was it the season before last? I think it was it was 21-22 when Eddie Howe just came in. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he started playing them left central midfield and he was just looping, man. So yeah, I'm I'm with you with you, uh, Elijah and Michael. Reams, any part of you hold out any hope for that St. James's Park special? No. <laughs> <laughs> Yo Bruno. In, yeah, it, Bruno in in a game like that, he's 
this is this might be a prime time disaster class. That's what I can't wait for. Because I'm because <laughs> I'm gonna be like, yo, this might be a Bruno special. That's yeah, man. I yeah, can't I'm wait. Like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. All right, let's finish up with some listeners' questions. That's quite a lot, actually. Uh, first is from ZS underscore London. Long-term listener, shout out ZS. Um, two, two questions. First one, actually, good good question. How do we feel about Onana right now? Look, mate, to be honest, obviously, he, he's had a few bad saves in his time, but largely, I think the team's been stinking. If you're going to allow all these shots on his goal, like, what do you expect? Him to do largely, you know so what I mean? Yeah, like, save him. yeah, no, say I think he saved. He said a few, like he's had a few mistakes. So I'm not, I'm not gonna get at him. I think there's one mm. in the Champions League that I can distinctly remember that he's like, hey man, like we've been trying to back you, brother, and you're letting us down. Mm. But I, I do think he's going about he's working in a quiet way. And I think if we get a solid and stable back four in front of him, which we've not had, and we've not definitely had not had not had our best back four, which I would argue is sure. Uh, Martinez, Varane and Dallo. He's not had that and also he's not, Casemiro has been not his best form in and out the team of injuries and stuff. So if we start getting a, a, a solid sort of five in front of a defence and a DM, then I think we'll start seeing the best of him. Mm. Elijah, Reams, I think he was really good yesterday though. Made some good um, saves. Yeah, but why does he save with his wrist? I, I, like, it's... What do you want me to do, brother? Just take the good no, but like it's so uncomfortable to watch. Why are you saving with your wrist when you have your whole palm there? It's so weird, man. But I mean, to, to, like to be fair, like he's not throwing the ball in his net anymore, so I'll take yeah. that. Like every shot that goes towards goal, I don't feel I'm safe. Worry. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's the, the that's been the De Gea experience. Like you, you guys still there with him, and you're worried it's gonna somehow go in. It's a uh, experience. Like, I think I saw yesterday there was a cross that came in the box and he tried to punch it. He punched it up in the air and then it came back down to him. And I'm like, you're so... Oh, like, he's hilarious to watch, man. He's like, like, I saw that and I said, you're just the keeper version of Bailly, bro. And like, I, I could take that so much in a centre-back. But for a goalkeeper, no. Nah, well, orthodox usually means mistake, which usually means a goal conceded. Oh. Yeah. I remember that from <laughs> why did you do all it needed was somebody from uh, Everton in the vicinity like, what? Exactly. I've never seen that he does weird stuff man this is why Eto was onto him I knew I shouldn't have gone against one of the goals <laughs> like this is why Eto was didn't like him man just do your job man you be doing passing passing just save the ball <laughs> normally <laughs> joker man but yeah like Reem says he's not putting the ball into his net he's made some good saves as well um, we just have to t- take what we can get, man. I feel like <clears throat> the full value of him is only realised when you have players who can receive his passes, you know. Um, he's never going to be the best shot stopper, but his best skill or the thing that makes him stand out the most as a keeper is his ability to pass the ball off both feet. Um, and we don't have the players who can receive, you know. So, until, yeah, until we have that, it's always going to kind of be like diminishing returns, you know. He's... Not confident. There was a there was a sequence where Mayno came into like left back and then he passed it to Mayno and then Mayno was comfortable yeah. and there's nobody who wanted to like take it off Mayno. So then yeah. Mayno went back to Onana. I think I can't remember. And he went to Maguire. Yeah, went to Maguire. and it's like they all because he's good on the ball. They were all the guys who aren't comfortable on the ball. That is, will always look to give it back to him. Rather yeah, than, so, 
turning out and trying to obviously part that's their ability too, but turning but, out and trying to progress but, the ball. Or just give it back to Andre. But lads, it's I mean, maybe it's just me, but I mean two black guys are the most reliable guys in the the the, the, the first phase. I mean, this is this hey, is, hey, this hey, is hey, what hey, Martin hey, keep us talking about, bro. Hey, <laughs> this is real hey, advancement hey. in black history. That's what I'm gonna say, bro. <laughs> <laughs> man said we come a long way, you know. Hey, man. Hey, cool. And his second question is: Is Mainu better than Skulls? <laughs> he might uh, be. He might be. This kid, we just gotta remember when he doesn't have invariably poor games. We gotta make sure he's he's protected because that the ops. What? Uh, oh, this Mainu kid. Oh, you not putting an awful amount of pressure yeah, on an you know Hey, 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 they, they need to keep that same energy because they, they care so much about his mental health. <laughs> there's there's biggest mental health advocates, so let them keep that same energy now, innit? Like, yeah. Bro, like, it's so funny to watch. They were like, ooh, yeah, he, he, he's actually good, yeah? Brother, we don't care what, what you think <laughs> about him. We, we, we are not like you, man. We yeah, don't we care really what you think, bro. We really don't. We really it's... don't, man. Weirdos. I, I can't lie. I can't lie. I seen too many rival fans gassing them up last night, man. We need some haters, man. Nah, that, that ain't it. We That's need some new haters. We need no, some new haters. Like, yeah. But yeah. it's like, I don't care. Hate if you want. <laughs> <laughs> it, it won't change. Don't bread me. Like... Don't bread me. Don't bread me. We don't we don't need that. <laughs> <We're good. laughs> There's enough main new gas coming out of my mouth to last in a lifetime. Don't bread me. <laughs> oh, man. That's so <laughs> Hilarious, honestly hilarious. Cool. Uh, next question is from Jermaine. Predictions on where we'll be by the end of 2023. Probably in the top three, bro. <laughs> With not one good performance to show for it. <laughs> Just bare points. So we got um obviously we've got the Newcastle game, which we're looking to loot. Shall I just pull up the old uh because I think old... our next six games we've got Newcastle. Chelsea. Yeah, Newcastle away, Chelsea at home, Bournemouth at home, Liverpool away, West Ham away on the twenty third, and then our uh, and then Villa at home, and then the last game of twenty twenty three is Nottingham Forest um, away. So that's seven seven games. I think. I mean, if we if we manage to get what four wins, and then we lose three, that'll be fine, I guess. Who do you think the losses are coming against? Newcastle, Chelsea. No, not, not Chelsea. Chelsea. Newcastle, 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 Liverpool. Newcastle, Liverpool, then I think we're facing Villa at home, right? Right. Yeah, right. yeah I, I, I think we lose to West Ham away. Nah, surely not, man. I mean, Kudus is going to see Ten, ten Hag in that dugout say, brother. He's going to say, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's yeah. speaking, man. My word, what a footballer! I so, can't believe we went to Ajax, cap in hand, <laughs> and left Kudus there. Yeah, that's crazy. crazy. And, and then what? Only thirty-five M's as well. What's that? What's that? And do you know what? Let me speak about it, man. As well. Yeah, we'll keep it. We'll keep it moving. So we're saying um, four wins out of seven. So um, four wins out of seven. So that will be after twenty games. We will have thirty-six. Thirty-six points. Ugh. Is... <laughs> Sounds like Pusha T. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, like that's 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 okay, I guess. 
<laughs> so I guess we'll kind of be roughly around uh, maybe seventh, eighth. I don't think so. Maybe like fifth. Really? Thirty-six out of twenty is decent. Enough. Decent is tracking, yeah, yeah, yeah. 70, around 70 20. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. Okay, cool. Um, next question from Jay Gums 91. Um, who should partner Kobe moving forward? I think we've answered that already. Um, Max 90, after Kobe Shane, can we get an 11 of like Carrington boys who didn't live up to the expectation for one reason or another? Okay, gonna lean heavily on you, Reams, and Elijah here. Um did we have any like highly rated goalkeepers at, at any point in the academy? Hend- well, Henderson come for our academy. Well, at the moment, or like previously? No, nah, pre-, pre previously. Previously, or like if there's one now, cool. But basically, I mean, Dean, Henderson was pre- Dean Henderson was highly rated. Highly rated. Cool. Yeah. So that's a- I knew that one. Cool. Henderson. Um, fullbacks. I'm, I'm sorry, I missed the question. Can what's the question again? Yeah, yeah. Let me go. Let me repeat again. After Kobe Shane, can we get an 11 of Carrington boys who didn't live up to the expectation for one reason or another? Um, left back, I guess you could say um, Borthwick Jackson. Jesus Christ, that guy was horrendous. <laughs> I don't know. I, he wasn't really hyped, to be honest. But... He was it's hard, it's hard. You know what? That's too hard of a question, a whole 11. Yeah. But I mean, I, I, I'd have to think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're just bare man. Like, there's... What I would like to hear, though, is some of you guys' favourite players from Carrington over the years who didn't necessarily make it. Um, who was the, Michael Keane's brother, right? Um, Will, Will Keane. I mean, he he just had a horrendous this injury, is it, injury right? record, but he he, he he was decent. The 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 one that got away from me was Larnell Cole. I, I thought, you know what? I thought, you know what? Out of everyone, I thought you know what he might sneak through. I thought he was decent enough, but brother, just fell by the by by by, by the wayside because I swear to God that that fucking Liverpool game where Pogba got sent off, him and Ravel, him and Ravel were hooping. Lionel called Ravel that game was hooping something nasty. I thought you know what there's something about this kid, but he just never made it through, and now he just. He just fell down the leagues. Fell down the leagues. I remember Mullenstein brought, brought him for Fulham. Yeah. Because he was around for time. He was yeah. around for ages. Because that was, he brought him in January 2014 and that Liverpool game was in uh, March 2011. So, yeah, I mean, he, yeah. He was around for a minute, man. Larnell Cole, obviously Ravel Morrison, obvious one. Um, mm. <clears throat> is there any others that come to mind? Maggie was rated at a point, wasn't he? I mean, he had... Injuries as well, I believe. Um, uh, Twan Zebe as well. I mean, he got injuries as well. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, yeah. I thought Yanazai was taking me to the moon. Mm. I mean, fam, oh, like, I really thought that too. But then, like, with all the reports like that came out, he apparently he just had a terrible, terrible attitude. Bro. Terrible attitude. I was like, you know what, fair crazy. enough. Crazy. There was one FM where he became, for me, the greatest player in Manchester United's history. <laughs> <laughs> that, was all in. that run, that, that run under Moyes, where he was just match-winning performances, match-winning moments, was like, ah, we had one. And then the story came out that he took a, a, a page free babe to Nando's for a date and his mum dropped them off and picked them up. Oh, said, yeah. Wow. There's something a little wrong with young <laughs> young ad man here. Uh, is there anyone else I can think of? Um, 
maybe someone like Matt. Have you already mentioned Ravel? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ravel. There's like Matt Daly as well. I thought you might have a little something. I can't lie that the main United Academy guy that I thought was going to change my life and ended up being ass was Davide Petrucci. I don't know if you know. But, uh, do what I was just about to say. <laughs> They uh, Roma, was pick, Roma was so human when we signed him, they was going to take us to court. And that guy ended really? up being ass. Yes, bro. bro. I was like, yo, Petrucci, I was excited, bro. God. Was, what happened to him? The thing is, he got a really bad injury, but it wasn't just that. He just just wasn't good. He just wasn't that, that good. He was supposed what? to be like the next Francesco Totti. That's how bro, feeling, like, the, Roma the, was. They, they had him labels that we, 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 moved he- we moved heaven and hell. Just to get him, bro. <laughs> bro, it was crazy. Do you know uh, what? Obviously, the, the main theme I'm spotting here is injuries, and it's it's crazy because these things can happen in a split second, right? And completely derail the trajectory of um, kids who are like 15, 16. They're playing for the national team. You're one of the best players in one of the best academies in the in the world, even. Um, so it's actually more tragic to kind of hear hear about these these stories. I won't move on. Um, the boy underscore Sully. Do you think Rashford can keep, can pick up form from the goal, or is it Ahmad slash Pelly and Inshallah? Look, um, I mean, God, Nacho hasn't really staked the claim. I'm mm. not really playing well, but he scored a great goal. Um, Rashford just needs to play better. Like it's getting really ridiculous now. Like he is like obviously like we have made. Not excuses, but there are reasons why we've conceded that he's not been playing well this season. And, like, obviously with Shaw and just our general play. But just the basics. Like, yesterday was a really poor performance, man. Like, it was disappointing to watch. So, mm-hmm. like, if he keeps playing like that, with, like, with me, like, with the whole Varane thing and the McTominay thing and the Maguire thing, it's just, like, at, at the end of the day, United fans were complaining about there being a lack of meritocracy under... Social and even though uh, Ten Hag wanted Maguire and McTominay out in the summer, they've played themselves into the team and he's given them a chance to stay in the team because they've, they've made contributions in some way. So, with Rashford, if he keeps playing like this and then someone comes in and takes his spot, he will have to do the same, which is ridiculous that it's even gotten to this point when about six months ago we were saying he was iron cast in the team so he he just needs to do better he's just turned 26 now i mean like like they say in the betting adverts when the fun stops stop (laughs) that like the 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 fun with rashford has stopped now is there's no more funny business at all he just has to be serious. He just has to be deliver, simply. Yeah. Fair. Anything to add to that, Reams? Yeah, bro. Oh, I think that he speaks for himself there. You're uh, on mute, bro. Oops. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with Elijah. It's just like, he's just been poor, really. Like, I know, like, I'm not really in the business of really making excuses for him anymore. Obviously, he's playing out of position right now. Mm. to accommodate the, the 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 recruitment issues and injury issues and what have you. But end of the day, bro, he's our highest paid player. He's one of the most senior players in the team. He's one of our best players. Like he just has to, this has to be better, bro. Like you can't, you can't, you can't really, if he wants to, by this point in his career, Rashford should be one of the best players in the world, in my opinion. So like we can't keep holding him to the standards of like, 
a young academy player, like the excuses we make for like a Garnacho or like a Palestri or like shit like that, it doesn't really fly in Rashford anymore. So, bro, right. it he just has, he just he just has to play better. But like, I guess, I guess the whole the whole the whole attackers the whole attacker struggled the season, and and he's no different with that. I guess like 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 yesterday when he moved on to the left wing, he wasn't too bad. So, we're, we're, and I, and do you know what, do you know what? I actually don't like he hasn't been scoring, but I feel like his general play. The season has actually been decent, like dribbling, create creative wise. But yeah, yeah, um, yesterday this wasn't good enough, really. So yeah, no, no excuses, really. But I, I just want to see, I just want to see, like, what's actually Ten Hag's long term plan because his long term plan can't be Garnacho left wing, Rashford right wing because neither of them are good enough in those positions at present for that to be a a, a, a winning wing pairing, especially when you have a twenty year old striker up front that's working through his own issues as well like so I in January we might have to go and do something like you know what I mean Rashford mm. back in his best position and we can get Garnacho back as like an impact sub off the bench which is at this point in his career is his best role so yeah we'll see agreed agreed cool uh next question is from United CM98 again shout him out regular listener re- regular question asker Gore looks just as good as Kobe in the 19s 21 do you think we'll see them in a pivot no he doesn't but um <laughs> um I don't know. I've not seen as much of Gore. Um, so, but it seems like Ten Hag l- likes him. So, hopefully, that's another one to come through because um, we need as much help as we can get because this club seemingly has not been able to sign um, Mimit for this. Not just been since Fergie left, even while he was there. Like, he was thinking it up. So, I'd, I'd, I'd have to believe that Anderson and Cleverly were the best. Uh, Midfield no. that those, games. Those games up until Bolton away, yo, that that was football. That was football. I mean, our defense was, was special. Our defense was getting cooked, but oh my days, <laughs> Anderson, take me back, bro. Oh man, yeah, it's crazy with all the money we've wasted. That it, <laughs> is the academy about to save. Eric Ten Hag's life. Um, so we'll, we'll we'll keep an eye on that. Um, Gore, I've heard you speak about him a bit, Reams. Um, what's his profile like as a player? And do you think he'll get any minutes maybe towards the middle, end of the season? Or is it maybe something for next season? Or Yeah, Gore, Gore's, another, Gore's another good eight. He's another he's another one of those like players that, that's good in all three phases. Good technical works hard he's nasty as fuck as well like he's a nasty nasty piece of work as well so the kind the kind of the kind of midfielders you want when you're when you're in the trenches you know what i mean mm-hmm. um i think right now with Mayno coming through i'm not greedy i'm not greedy man Mayno's <laughs> <laughs> good enough for me i think go right now realistically um i think this this is my own personal sources that, that have told me this but they were looking to get him out on loan mm. The summer, but only really like League Two teams were like interested in taking them in. Okay, so they kind of felt that I was a bit below his level. Understandable. So maybe, um, maybe they could get him a championship move in in January, and then we could go from there. But I, I don't know if he's gonna he's gonna play much mm. in the first team this season, or if he if he does his involvement, will probably be kind of similar to what Kobe's was last year when he was just on the fringes, or I really without really playing. Yeah, man. This is this is why we need Fergie back. Just to he would have 
a Premier League club taking in Gore and he's playing 19 games from Jan, bro. Like, we need that because even like fucking McNeil, like we sent him out to Stevenage and now we're going to have to call him back because he's not been playing games. So it's like, it's hard for, for us right now to find a good place for these youngsters because we're trying to build the reputation that obviously City and Chelsea have managed to build because we had we weren't really loaning our players. So yeah, um, I, I I think maybe go go will probably stay the season. Maybe like get get a few appearances here and there, and then hopefully a championship or lower level lower level Premier League cup will take him on loan. Yeah, fair, fair. I think um, to have again two really good midfield talent. We saw you know a decade ago uh, we lost Pogba to Juventus for free, and Ravel obviously went to West Ham, and then it just kind of spiraled. Kobe looks like he's integrated now and will only go from strength to strength. And if we can make something of Gore too, because I feel like he's been training with the first team for a while. Wasn't he the one who got into a little scuffle with Martial? Yeah, yeah. The World Cup break. Yeah, I told you he's a he's 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 a, he's, a, he's nice. Nice. I, I I think he he was in the away and yesterday as well. <laughs> like a proper human. <laughs> Loves it. It's another local lad. Cool. Um, Hala Ak, <clears throat> with Shaw returning and Martinez on his way back, do you think Ten Hag will be able to implement his style of play? I mean, when they were in the team, we were just as shit. So I'm really not sure what. Um, what's the, what the thought is okay, there? Let's... We just want something to hold on to. Hello, like, Martinez, Shaw, Manu, yeah. Mm. Six first phase players, bro. There's no way we should be still be bad and build a play with six first phase players who are good on the ball, right? That's right. fine, right. but right. but but build up, you, you still need a second phase and build up. And <laughs> look at the guys who's going to be receiving it. Yeah, we don't have no receivers. <laughs> that, that's the problem. Yeah. Like the, the the first phase is fine. The second phase is just as important because you need people who've got to re-receive it. Oh yeah, like that's the problem. Like but like for example, Mount would actually be good in that because he's actually good at receiving on the half turn and right. doing something. Bruno McTom, oh god, man, get yeah, man there, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll leave it at that. Um, STG, how much are we getting for Sancho in Jan? Nothing in Jan, I don't think. Is it more I'll, I'll take yeah. five mm, magnums. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> five magnums that he can go, man. I, I would even give him one as a... <laughs> you know what? It's been real, brother. Here's, yeah, a, mag- here's a magnum for your... Here's a yeah, magnum man, just, for your troubles, yeah? Toast. No, no, no. Do you know what? He... he he doesn't even deserve a magnum. He he can get like a fucking wild guano sign, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are we gonna? I wonder if we, what are we gonna? Are we gonna loan him out with an obligation to buy? Like I don't know. Man. I don't I mean, it'll, it'll more likely be an option. Yeah, I think the two people who are interested are Dortmund and Juventus. Um, yeah. well, he should go back to Germany, man. I mean, the, the the thing that scared me is that I saw Donnell Marlin signed with SCG t- today, which is the um, company that's linked with Ten Hag. And I was really scared. I was thinking, what? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was thinking, why, why couldn't it be Kareem Adeyemi, man? Why couldn't it be someone we could actually use? 
I, I was like, what? I was like, don't, 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 don't tell me that 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 you re- that you really got to do that in Jan. But yeah, I mean, Sancho needs to go. Um, me personally, I want him to go Saudi as punishment, but it's not probably not gonna happen. So. Yeah, yeah, not 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 at his age. I think we need somebody to come for Casemiro and then Casemiro. Yeah, just give... 50, a young little fifty. When, when Ruben Neves goes to Newcastle, that could be the that could be the Ruben Neves replacement. Like, oh, hello, bro! I swear <laughs> to God, you might as well put Casemiro's face on a uh, team badge because he's he he is the it's epitome of Saudi. Saudi, that is a baller. Ever say, yo, I like. I'm surprised we've got a Saudi tattoo at this point. If there's ever a baller, oh, who's gonna, that's gonna be the new way adjective to describe a wash player, man. Like he's looking real <laughs> Saudi out there. Visit, visit Saudi, bro. Saudi out on the pitch right now. <laughs> real Saudi. <laughs> that's the name of this pod. He's looking real Saudi. <laughs> he's looking real Saudi. Oh, uh, Casemiro, it was real, man. Hello. Hell of a run. You rocked my world for about four months, bro. So I won't right, it was a hell of a run, bro. It was, a run. It was like, fucking hell, wow. Um, cool. Next one, Mo Abdi, 13 underscore. Peak Fred or Peak McTominay? Lol. Oh, no, Fred. Fred, Fred. Fred. Right, well, Peak McTominay, those random games against Leeds, yeah? Fair enough, man. When you look at two games a season. Mm. Ooh, question, Alexander Tiao. Would you play Kobe back to back Wednesday and Saturday or rest him for one? I will play him every game he's available for the rest of his life. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. My, you know son's what? Be, my son's being born. We need you out there, god damn it. <laughs> have you ever seen that video when he's like, when he's like, coach, I'm tired? He's like, you, you off the court, we're already down four points. You're <laughs> <laughs> on the court. Oh, four points. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, we, we need you to play every minute, man. It's the playoffs, man. I cool. mean, but it's so crazy because what he's he what he, he turns nineteen in April, right? Or something, something oh, like man. that. Bro, man. I'm I'm we can't Gavi you, bro. <laughs> like that's the thing because if we do that's, then, exactly, that's, that's exactly what's gonna happen. Because you know when Ten Hag like happens upon something that he thinks is working, he that's, doesn't he doesn't go away from it. Bro, bro. he is definitely a part to blame of Casemiro's drop off, man. Bro, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, that's why I was even tentative of him coming into the team because I'm like, he's only 18, and he's, I'm like, we can't, we can't rinse him dry because I, I've seen us do it to so many players now. I'm tired, bro. Mm. I just want a player to have a long, successful career at United. I don't want them to marshal out. Like, I, I've had enough. So I'm actually just concerned about his well-being, but. Because I feel like he's actually handled Garnacho very well because he could have easily been doing what he's done, what was been doing recently, and just played Garnacho, start, start, start Garnacho left and then Rashford right. But I guess he had his hands tied with the investment he made in Anthony. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just really scared that we play him into the ground because if we do, then, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I think the thing is, uh, and we've seen this like these managers, none of them really stop and think about these players like, oh, like not overplaying him now because, you know, he's got next year and a year after. They ain't got the job security for that. 
I need you to get me to help me get the results now that will ensure I have a job next season, right? Um, we saw Oli, we saw Oli do that to play Pogba injured, played Marshall injured, um Rashford. Our Rashford injured, fucking hell, Rashford injured. Um, and with the quality that Maino's added to this midfield, if I'm Ted Hogg, you have to you have to play dog. But but, but to be fair to Ten Hag, with Hoyland, he was saying the reason why he he keeps on substituting him is because he's trying to protect fair. him. And yeah. I, I, if it was bagging, I mean, if he was bagging, Ten Hag is flogging that you. He's saying that no, there's a game we needed him to stay on and he subbed him off. It was I think against Copenhagen, right? Yeah, but I mean, he was out. I hear you. I hear you. He was out on his feet, though. He couldn't move anymore. He was out on his feet. I hear you. So, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. All right, let's see. Fingers crossed, man. Um, Mount's out injured. Hannibal got an See, because we are never like comfortable in games. Yeah, Hannibal was here, 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 nigga, damn minutes. I was the first here, nigga, damn minutes. Right. Because we're never comfortable <laughs> enough in games to give him those minutes, right? So that's the, I was like, see, these are the Hannibal minutes. Five, ten yeah. minutes, show a bit of heart. Show a bit of tussle. You know what? I'll give you 20 minutes next game, son. You're a good lad. But because no, but, every game we're fighting for our lives, no here damn minutes. But, like, Hannibal needs to stop. He needs to stop this English-British bull bullshit because I've told all my friends about you. <laughs> stop embarrassing me. That's who he is, bro. No, but he's not. What the fuck is he doing? Because even in the championship, he wasn't like this. So what the fuck is he doing? Like he needs to stop. Like, please just so. Hey, listen, I got, I, I got my, I got, I got Kobe Manu. If I get a mod, you won't hear another complainer on me for the rest of the and season. Look, I get two players that I like watching. That that's enough for me. I get, it, but like, like, like Hannibal, just show a bit of culture. Just show a bit of culture, just once, please. I'm, I'm, listen, listen. If Han hey, listen, Hannibal. I, I guess, I guess, I guess that that that's kind of what got him his minutes in the team in the first place. So. That's what he's kind of sticking with, but I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know for Hannibal. That one might not work out how we want it to, but it's all right. Yeah, man. All, all like, of them can't work out. Yeah, yeah, there has to be someone left in, behind in the wreckage, like. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you expect one of us in the wreckage for real, right? Of course, man. They're literally not all going to blow. So if from that group it's Mayno and hopefully Ahmad, then I'll, I'll take. That. Yeah, I'll take that. So hopefully Ahmad, he got injured at the most unlucky time, man. Honestly. Um, so hopefully he can come back soon. And like you said, Elijah, to be fair, if we are in Europa, he will he will get minutes in that competition. Do you know the craziest thing about him, though, is whenever he's played for the first team, he's been at least solid. He's, good, looked, yeah. <laughs> he's looked comfortable at that level. So this whole idea of him having to have like gone on loan to prove himself is ridiculous. It just kind of shows that it wasn't an Oli sign and Oli wasn't Oli wasn't particularly interested in giving him minutes. But if you actually talk about his performances when he actually played for this team, he's been good, man. He's been good. So I hope Ten Hag like gives him a run because I know at this point Ten Hag knows Anthony ain't it, man. He knows he's made a big mistake. Um, give him a chance because we don't have money like falling out of our our back pockets anymore, hidden in the sofa anymore. So you're gonna have to try and find some solutions within this. Why they're gonna go back and bring back number eleven, brother? I'm fucking nervous. I can't believe we have to go back to saying mm -mm. <laughs> I thought I was done. I thought I was done. 
Yeah. They're making me nervous with this number 11 stuff, I'm telling you, bro. Of course, of course, of course. I've looked like the new guy who's supposed to be meant to be coming in Blanc. He's a big PR sort of guy and branding and that kind of thing. But, but he's French. <laughs> Let's have it right. Let's have it right. I'm yeah. not racist, but... <laughs> yeah. Certain, certain nationalities have certain traits and that's fine for you to mention that correlation without you being accused of being anything xenophobic or racist or nationalist or anything of the other. Um, there will be a... Yeah. There will be a, there will be a shit storm the likes that we haven't seen if they try and bring number 11 back. I don't, I don't think it's happening. Um, I think with everything that happened before, this is it. Um, and we move on, man. So we've got to find those solutions within our, our squad um, and be a lot more shrewd. I think they said they want to bring in two two guys for transfers, right? Potentially Mitchell and one other person. It's like, you, you have to both like this player for us to sign any player. If only one of you likes him, we ain't signing him. Mitchell's got a good chat record and he's got a good network as well. So I, I would have yeah. bring him yeah. Um, yeah, and he knows just... the French market and stuff like that, like the markets that we don't really tap into. Like, right, 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 right. Because he, he was at Monaco, wasn't he? So yeah, he was at, yeah. He was at Monaco. He was with Leipzig as well with Germany. So he's actually built up a, a good s- network in Europe across Europe. So because there's so much value to be found in these leagues, man. Um, and we seem to like intentionally avoid all the value. Now, who's the worst, most expensive player we can get? No, 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 not him. <laughs> no, not him. Not him. That one. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, 80 mil? And they brought him for five? And his oh, numbers have been pulled out in the last two years? Dan and a guy on the last year of his deal for 60 million. <laughs> Only for him to be dropped for a player that you didn't, the coach didn't want anymore. <laughs> bro, bro. We shop, yeah. Basically, we are the guy in the club who waits around for the dead teams at the end. But somehow, we shop for that first. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah, makes yeah. no sense. We're getting the dead things at the beginning. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've already secured our dead thing while all the Christings are still looking looking for a home. Yeah. I like it. No, 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 no. I've got my, I've got my missus here. Bro, they, bro, bro, they haven't even played Dreams and Nightmares yet. <laughs> and we already grabbed her uh, fucking dead thing. Get out of it, man. I, okay, on that note, gentlemen, as always... The dead things at the beginning. Wow, uh, gentlemen, that's always a pleasure. Um, it was nice to actually come on and we 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 beat Everton, but obviously two massive games coming up this week. So um, we will be back to preview, review, react, and all, all that good stuff. Um, if you're listening, give us this a, a subscribe on the Spotify. Give us a like, share with your friends. Use the hashtag. Join the conversation. Doctor Mike dropped off, but Elijah Reams. That's always a pleasure, lads. Thank you for having me. Peace, man. Love. Sports Social Podcast Network.